0: Hey guys, welcome to the I hope they hear this podcast. No guest today, but we are talking about something the major news media in the U.S. is not talking about. It's the systemic oppression of Uyghur Muslims. So thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the I hope they hear this podcast. And if you are a longtime listener, first of all, thank you very much. Um, but also, you might remember a episode I did uh, regarding the NBA. It was f- roughly 40 episodes ago, so around 40 weeks ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. I did an episode on the NBA, and during that time, the reason that I recorded that podcast, that episode, was because there was a lot of backlash that the NBA was facing. And it was really because they refused to denounce the actions of China, what they were doing at the time simply because china is a huge market in for the nba because of that nba does not want to get on the bad side of the chinese government because the chinese government has the ability to pull their games from their airwaves from their programming for their broadcasters and if that happens the nba loses a huge market they lose millions in merchandising and all of that. If you remember, Yao Ming was, I think he was the first Chinese American in the NBA. And the team that he played for was the Houston Rockets. And at the time that I researched, uh, this was, again, 40 plus weeks ago, uh, when I researched this, Houston Rockets was hugely popular in, in China. And I'm sure it had a lot to do with Yao Ming being a part of that team for so long so the nba has huge economic incentive to not not make the chinese government mad so and that's the reason why i talked about that during that time because the chinese government was doing something very reprehensible morally outrageous and i'm sad to say that it's still going on and if if anything it's gotten worse And so I'm talking about the Uyghur Muslims today. The Uyghur Muslims, back when I made the episode 40 plus weeks ago, was being repressed. They were being forced to do abortions. They've been given birth control. The Chinese government really was trying to stamp them out as a people group. They didn't want them running around in their Xinjiang province, which is... I think 90% of Xinjiang province is these Uyghur Muslims, 11 million of them, and the Chinese government was actively doing just morally heinous things to try to get these people either in line or stomped out. So I'm, I'm, talking, I'm going to be talking about them a little bit more today, because guys, I, to be honest, I did not have a single conversation with anybody regarding that episode most of my episodes i have discussion with people most of my episodes people make a few comments about and we have discussion about them especially with the racial injustice i've I've had so many good conversations about people very constructive conversations with people um, about the state of systemic and racial injustice in america and it's been very eye-opening and i feel like people have been learning a lot as well so it's been great i'm hoping we can bring that same kind of energy to the discussion regarding the Uyghur muslims as well because one thing i've been hearing a lot during this time of racial protests and things like that is if you were alive during the third reich with hitler With the genocide of the jewish people what would you have done and i'm sure a lot of people like to say that they would have done something about it right that they wouldn't have been bystanders that they would have done whatever was in their power to stop that from happening well now you have your shot at doing exactly that there is genocide based on ethnicity happening in china so let's just talk a little bit about what's happening there. In the Xinjiang province, Xinjiang province of China, 90% of the population is Uyghur Muslims. And Uyghur Muslims, there are 11 million of them, but they are... Xinjiang is in China, but the Uyghur Muslims are very distinct people group from the rest of China. So if you think about people in Beijing, and you try to take their culture, their language, their ethnicity, and think that that's what the Uyghur Muslims look, you would be completely wrong. Uh, Uyghur Muslims, if you look at their es- ethnicity and what they look like, they look closer to Middle Eastern um, than, than East Asian. So, um, th- they, they look very different from the rest of China. They have their own language. They have their own culture. And if you look at their history, they've been... They haven't had a good relationship with the Chinese government. They've fought for their independence there have been rebellions and if you go even further back they've been exchanging hands um in terms of like who would come in conquer them who would come in and who else would come in and conquer them but in in recent kind of modern history the Uyghur Muslims have gained their independence in the 1940s in the 1930s I mean, it was with the help of Joseph Stalin and i think they still refer to themselves as eastern Turkestan. Turkestan. um none of, i've read all of these guys so i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing any of these right but yeah so that is just to show you how distinct of a people group they are from the rest of china and why china who is you know they like to have control over their people um why china would be upset about this So what is China doing to get them in line and get them to become more assimilated to what they're about? Um, They've established these quote unquote re-education camps and through satellite images, they actually look just, they they look more like prisons, at least from the outside. There, there are walls. There are these watchtowers that is that what they're called In, in prison when you know, there are these little rooms or, or stations where people on strategically placed around the walls. Um, yeah, there are people making sure that they can't just vol- voluntarily or willingly run out and leave. So it looks, it looks and feels more like prison to me. And these re-education camps, their goal is to indoctrinate these Uyghur Muslims to adopt the Chinese way of life, quote unquote. The, pretty much to brainwash them into believing and thinking that the Chinese government is the best and that their religion is wrong and that their culture and way of life is incorrect. Just let that sink in as an American, let that sink in and think about how disgusting and wrong that is. How horrible that is. Imagine that 10% of your people we did not mention that in these re-education camps, there are a million Uyghur Muslims and there are 11 million Uyghurs in the Xinjiang province. So close to 10% of this people group are currently in re-education camps being indoctrinated daily, being told that their way of life is, is not correct in hopes that the Chinese government can blot out the Uyghur way of life. And as if that isn't bad enough, not only are they being indoctrinated to believing all these things, they're also being used as slave labor to produce products that are being sold globally. And apparently one of the things that they're producing is face masks, surgical face masks. That um, And someone reported that they can actually trace the supply chain. And there have been shipments that came into the U.S., So if you are listening to this from the U.S., or maybe anywhere, actually, you might have a face mask that you use that was produced by Uyghur Muslims. And in an indirect way, you might be, and this might be harsh, but you might be financing genocide. And face masks aren't the only things that these people are producing or being forced to produce. America recently came out with a list of 11 Chinese companies that they are quote-unquote punishing and what they mean by that is they are refusing to sell or give them US technology and these companies have been apparently part of the oppression of the Uyghur people whether they are buying products that these people are making um, or not or they're doing something else I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, um, but America has come out and said these eleven companies we've identified as active agents in the repression of the Uyghur Muslims, and one of these companies was, or is, O Film, the O Film Company, O F I L M, and they are a producer of tech components, and apparently, a lot of their components go into a lot of Everyday household tech products such as the iPhone, such as Samsung Galaxies, um, even Dell, uh, Microsoft, all these big tech companies pr- might have had more, might have been supplied by O Film. So, even that, guys, e- when you look at your iPhone, that might have had a role in repressing and no the yeah the Uyghur Muslim it, it, do you want me to get into the really bad stuff because I'm I'm just trying to ease you guys into this right now um, if, yeah let, let's talk about the really bad stuff that is happening to the Uyghur Muslims first of all the level of su- uh, surveillance that there, that is being done onto these people it's staggering their the phones are being tapped they're messages online are being monitored and if there's a hint of being defiant toward the Chinese government or really they, they find any excuse if, if there is a reason to believe that they're being r- more Muslim I guess they're they're being picked up uh, how do you think they filled these re-education camps with a million Uyghur Muslims They're basically just picking people up on the smallest of things to say you need re-education. You've done something wrong against the Chinese government, and therefore you need to be re-educated. So people are being picked up left and right um, and being put into these re-education camps. And there have been reports by people who are actually there that uh, Uyghur Muslims are being beaten, interrogated to give up their friends and family so that they can be picked up. And the, the really heinous stuff is there are reports of Uyghur Muslims, um, their body parts, their organs, being harvested and being put out on the black market. And, and so the re-education camps, they're an effort to culturally stop the Uyghur Muslims from growing to to get them indoctrinated into the Chinese way of life, right? But physically... They're stopping the growth of Uyghur Muslims by forcing abortion upon pregnant Uyghur Muslims. They are force forcibly placing IUDs, so the uh, birth control devices, into women, so that they can't get pregnant. I mean, this is genocide in in modern day. I I, I will admit, I guess I will concede that Chinese government is not. Killing Uyghurs on site. Sure, kudos for them on that. But really look at it. If if you look at what they're doing to the Uyghur Muslims, they're they're basically giving them a choice. Either fall in line or die. Fall in line, do what we say, or your culture, your way of life, your people group, your ethnicity, we're gonna stamp out. It's just It's crazy to think that we live in a time where things like that still happen and the world is largely silent about it I mean you don't really see this covered in your local news you don't really see many people talking about this even though it is significant I mean any genocide on any level is bad right but we're talking about millions of people here we're talking about A million people already being in imprisoned right let's not make it let's not sugarcoat what it is they're being imprisoned simply because of who they are what they are what language they speak and what religion they are the chinese government has been doing they've been very aggressively trying to become secular these days because another report that i i read about that was disheartening for me as a christian is They are forcing Christians who are receiving welfare checks to renounce their faith, and if not, they don't get their welfare checks. So poor Christians in China are being told that you either renounce your faith or you don't get support. If you didn't know, religious freedom in China is not really a thing. The Chinese government doesn't want people to believe in things above the chinese government meaning that they want their people to fully depend on and be loyal to the chinese government they don't want them to have alliances to to other things and so religious groups present a threat to them and for Uyghur muslims the zhenjiang Xinjiang province is resource rich um, there there are reasons why china wants to keep that province and they view the Uyghur muslims as a threat to controlling that region that region um, hassle-free and the chinese government has even gone so far as to kind of turn their people against the Uyghur muslims by claiming that they are radical religious groups americans i don't know if that sounds familiar to you but they are saying that the Uyghur muslims are a threat to their way of life and if you go to Beijing apparently the people there look they totally look down on the Uyghur Muslims as if they're second-class people the John Oliver on his show last week tonight he did a segment on the Uyghur Muslims I think it was a really good segment so if you guys want to learn more definitely go check that segment out but they, there was a clip there where they a, a reporter went to China and they were talking to Chinese people in Beijing, and yeah, they definitely, they're just, yeah, these people aren't that smart, these people, it's, it's really sad the way that they speak of their own countrymen, but they, you can tell that their attitude towards these Uighur Muslims is not positive at all. And so since the Chinese government does not allow religious freedom, and because the majority of chinese people have been told and indoctrinated into believing that these Uyghur muslims are subhumans, second-class people there is very little being done in china as far as i know or as far as has been reported there's very little being done in china to stop this systemic oppression of the uyghur muslims so what can we do right what can we do as Americans or whatever country you are listening from, Um, I don't know. I I wish there was a link I could send you to say donate to this organization and they'll help Uyghur Muslims or or things like that. But I actually couldn't find something that was kind of prominently out there as the driving force to stop being repression, oppression of the Uyghur Muslims. But I couldn't find anything. If you guys know of anything out there, please let me know. And I will add that to this episode. Or I will, you know, add it to my Instagram and things like that. But I couldn't find anything. And the only thing I can think to for you as an individual to help the situation is by letting companies know. So I'm going to refer back to the John Oliver segment. He claims or he identified Nike as one of the companies that in their supply chain might include the Uyghur Muslims. And Nike has since come out and said that that's not true. But there are companies that you might be buying product from that might be involved, that might be uh, might have their supply chain tainted by um, forced labor by the Uyghur Muslims. So if if that is true, I think what we need to do as consumers is to be responsible and research some of these things and try to see if that is happening. So one thing we can do is make a clear statement to Nike saying, I don't know, write them emails, whatever it may be, make a clear statement that we don't want you guys to be active participants in the repression of a people group and yeah if not nike if there are like like i mentioned uh samsung apple all if you're listening to this on your phone the maker of that phone might be a part of that uh, by purchasing things from ofilm so maybe make a statement to them um again boycotting maybe maybe saying i refuse to buy these products or by letting them know directly messaging them i mean we just we gotta get this message heard guys we gotta got to make sure that people understand that we as a we as humans don't want to see other people being persecuted simply because of their culture and ethnicity i'm i think we made that statement very clear during these uh black lives matter protests and everything that's been happening with social injustice here in the u.s and i think The world, globally, um, resonated with that, because there were protests about police brutality in like China, in Korea, in countries very far from the US. So the world, humanity has made a very loud statement saying, we will no longer tolerate the oppression of people based on what they look like, and based on what type of people group they are. And I think we need to extend that message to China. And, and to make sure they understand that it includes the Uyghur Muslims. So I, I think really what we can do immediately is to talk about it, is to make sure we know that this is happening. Because it's clear to me that not a lot of news outlets are going to cover this. Because And the sad thing is there's economic incentive not to cover this. America doesn't want to make china mad i mean china is a economic powerhouse so that's just that's just a fact america doesn't want to do i mean american companies they don't want to do anything that might anger one of their biggest markets in china so i guess that's why not a lot of media outlets are covering this but we as a people we are social media i think we need to whenever you see things about the, the oppression of Uyghur muslims let's try to share let's try to share the, this message and let the People know, that the world know that this is happening, and as more people know, I think we'll gain more power to do something about it. Whether it's identifying companies that involve Uyghur Muslims in their supply chain, or being able to identify organizations that are doing really good things to help the Uyghur Muslims. Whatever it is, I think we need a critical mass of people to understand that this is happening, so that we can be effective in in doing something about it so guys thank you so much for listening today i know this is really heavy and it's not something fun to talk about but just think about the 11 million uyghur people who live their day just in fear that they would be picked up to be forced into these re-education camps or, or the government controlling whether or not they can have babies or the fear that they might be killed and have their organs harvested and sold on the black market. I, I can't even imagine. But guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions or feedback or if there are things that I should discuss further regarding the Uyghur Muslims, please let me know uh, via email at IHTHTPodcast at gmail.com. That's I hope they hear this abbreviated podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at I hope they hear this or on Twitter at IHTHTPodcast. Yeah, I would really love to have more conversation and discussion about what's happening in to, to the Uyghur Muslims. And yeah, that's I'm really hoping that we can rise up and do something uh, to help that situation. So once again, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye!